This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. So I've been thinking about all the housewives and how many of them had an identity connected to their marriage. How Sonia was married to a Morgan. How Luann was married to a Count how um, Dorinda was married to somebody who had political ties and he passed away. And uh, Camille Grammer was married to Kelsey Grammer and women's identities being tied to men and then how they break through and break free afterwards or don't or hang on to it and think about it and are just constantly in the shadow of their former life and they, they, they're chasing the dragon and wishing they still had that life. And I was thinking about Ivana who died and it's just, just falling down those tragic stairs hitting her head, blunt force trauma. Those scares were, those stairs were scary. I'm sure she, maybe she was medicating. She was home for two years. It just, you know, and I watched this documentary on her and Trump. I didn't realize that because of her connections as a model and being international and being in New York, that she kind of brought him into those circles. Happens a lot. I know other people where one member of the couple has the money and the other one has sort of the, the panache either the street cred 
or the social status and the combination can be very strong. And it seems like he signed up for a wife and she really elevated and helped him and he wouldn't be on The Apprentice and wouldn't have been the president without him. But then she also became like a business partner. So they probably were only talking about business. And we saw that Gucci story where uh, the wife like started being a powerful figure and getting strong and, and, and not th that the male figure doesn't always want that. If you watch The Crown, uh, and by the way, tough shit. I'm not saying, I'm just talking about it. If you watch The Crown, how um, it seems to have bothered Charles that Diana was the sparkly favorite, right? So now Ivana is this darling and now they're partners and they were on, I think it was Oprah, and someone asked Trump, I think it was Oprah, I really do, who said, well, does Ivana get paid? And he said she could buy as many dresses as she wants. And apparently it gutted her because she felt like an equal and she was smart and she was shrewd. So they get divorced. And I'm not saying that it's all his fault because they probably, and she had a shitty prenup. Uh, they get divorced and, you know, he signed up to have her be a plus one. She was a model and beautiful and he liked all the panache she gave him, but he wanted her to stay in her place and she wanted to be an equal business partner and he didn't want a business partner, he wanted a wife. And they both sort of agree on the whole entire thing. She says, don't get mad, get everything. She didn't get everything. She got like $10 million and she had a shitty prenup. And it seems like she's always been a bit scorned by it. Like that ruined her. I know women that that, that divorce really fucking gut punches them. You know, Sonia has been public on the show. Like that divorce really, really fucking gut punched her. And I just think it's interesting women whose identities are attached to their husbands and then their marriages and their status, and then they get divorced and the afterlife. And some people really move forward, break through and shine. And some people get stuck and pulled back. And it's very sad. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league, starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. Love this. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With their easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. Visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. We hear a lot about Meghan and Harry in the media. I want to know, I was talking to Paul, I was saying to Paul, did Meghan and Harry, like, if we're playing a game, like if we're playing tennis, did they are they up right now? They're in the casino. Are they up right now? Meaning, like, let's say they just stayed in the royal family and we're miserable and we get that they wanted to get out and all of that. Uh, let's just say that Meghan and Harry stayed in the royal family and we felt about them the way that we feel about Kate and Will and they're there. Okay, so let's take that score. Then they leave. UK, you know, and 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 the Daily Mail and the New York Post and and a lot of the media can't stand them. No matter what happens, she goes to visit victims. They all think it's a photo op. Anything she does, where's the privacy? They do a big, massive, multi-cajillion dollar deal at Netflix. And she's telling Bob Iger she wants to be in a movie. And, and Harry's pitching her for, you know, the voice of some Disney character. And anything they do, it seems, you know, they go to the, they go to the Queen's Jubilee, but they sit, they sit several rows back. That's wrong. That's right. The, the, you know, it's up and down with everyone. You know, Harper's Bazaar and the liberal media will say, you know, it's wonderful. Then the Post and 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 the Daily Mail and Page Six and the UK publications, you know, she's the devil incarnate. So, and of course, this is new. Like, this isn't like Wallace Simpson and the Duke of Windsor where you found out, you know, where it took a long time and that was many years ago. Have these two won or not? They're on the outs with um, pa, uh, pa, Victoria Beckham and David Beckham. That doesn't seem great. She, when she was having her bridal shower and giving everybody away suitcases and like got in trouble for being at the Carlisle, having, you know, giving people $100,000 gifts, then she got in trouble. And when she was like, had a no more Zara party, she got in trouble. So she was always a little in trouble. And, my question is, 
Net net, what's the score? Remember when she was hanging out with Amal and George? They don't seem to be part of this. David Beckham and Victoria don't seem to be part of this. So what's the net net score? I just want to know, like, was it because they they're in big business now and they're doing a lot. They don't have the security anymore. Uh, they did the Oprah interview. That didn't seem to be that great of an idea in the aggregate, in my opinion, for family matters. So all in, did they are they up? in the casino or are they down? Like, are they trying to win back chips or they're up and it's just gravy? I just want you to tell me if Megan and Harry marry are up or down. Doesn't matter. It, it's it's literally pertinent to nothing. I just want to know because I was talking about it and I come to you when I want to talk about it. Okay, so I went to my fiance's birthday party that his parents threw him in Nantucket. And there were women that were in their 50s. And they were very irate about the Kardashians. Just as a concept in general. Like just as it going on and on and never ending. And they were irate at Anna Wintour for like playing in this social media space. You know, like... They felt that it was sort of a sellout for everything that she had stood for and represented. And they they thought that people like Ellen DeGeneres, who are BFFs with the Kardashians and Kris Jenner, that like these are people that can't can't fight the funk. They weren't initially close with this group, but you can't ignore the numbers, that the numbers don't lie, and that basically Everybody can be bought. They're saying that every, you know, bartenders to get a good job, they look at their social media followings. Like if you're not performing from a social media standpoint, then you have a much, it's so sad. You have a much um, fewer, a much lesser possibility of getting a job or being in a magazine or probably even being on a television show. Think about it. You want to work, you want to get a play on Broadway. They're going to take the person who has a higher social media following. You want to do a TV show. Same story. You want to work at a bar. You want to work at a restaurant. You want to work at a magazine. You want to work at an insurance company. Why wouldn't the place take the person with the greater social media numbers? And is that right? Or is that wrong? You know, people were pissed that, Addison Ray and like the Demelias were at the Met Ball because isn't it supposed to be super exclusive? And while I'm out, people are getting pissed that all over TikTok, so many people have access to these luxury brands that used to have these very bespoke, private, special handbags that only certain people could get. And now um, everyone has access to them. They're more, and, and I saw an article today with a girl saying that's not what the luxury brands want. They don't want all of these TikTok influencers talking about how you get a bag, how the system works. Like Hermes has a system that, you know, I won't share because I'm not going to do that, but that they have a special system as to how you get coveted items. And they are an elevated brand and they don't want TikTok talking about that all the time. In addition, I bet these brands are not thrilled about all over social media, people buying fake bags, talking about them, saying where they get them. And you can actually buy them through social media. I'm floored. It's crazy. Like Canal Street is on social media. So what does that do for value of items? Does that 
increase the value of your luxury items because more people are talking about them, want them, know about them, or being educated on them? Or does it decrease the value because they're not as bespoke and unique? And I remember years ago when Chanel, all the girls on the hills were wearing Chanel bags. And I was thinking, is that good? Because so many people are watching and then they're going to go in and buy the little makeup bags and the non-difficult bags to get. Or is that bad because it makes it more accessible? I literally don't know. I think there'd be, there could be a business class on that. I think it's fascinating. And I think, um, I think these brands are doing a decent job navigating that, to be honest. I am... I am an Hermes fan. I think it is high quality. I think it is ex very expensive, but it's one of the expensive brands where the quality of the item, it will outlive you. Chanel has high quality leather and there are items that you could have there that will also outlive you. And also people go buy the fakies and then you buy a fakie and what are you going to do with that? You want to get rid of it. What are you going to, you're not going to resell it. What are you going to do? Give it to, give it to somebody like then you're giving away a fake and they call it dupes now, and I hate that word so much. I hate the word dupe because it means knockoff. It means sort of fake, and it means that the originator isn't get like the person, the company that's copying the original. It could be in makeup, it could be in bags. It's all over Amazon. the The company copying the original is getting all the credit for making a dupe of something that was an original. And listen. I was a victim of cheater brands of the skinny girl margarita. It was copied. It's a necessary evil, but I don't talk about quote unquote dupes on the beauty space on my beauty reviews on TikTok because I think it's disrespecting the originator. I don't love every single makeup that Charlotte Tilbury's done, but I respect that she's been the first and that she's an inventor and she's the originator. So I'm not running around promoting copycats of hers. Doesn't mean that other people can't do a similar color of something. I mean, that does happen too, inspired by, but it just means a complete knockoff. I don't know. It, it never sits right with me. It never sits right. But, but, but I'm, but it's, it's a fraud because I'm sitting on a couch right now that is, you know, it's the, it's the Anna Wintour speech in Devil Wears Prada. To be honest, I'm sitting on a couch right now where Miranda Priestley, Miranda Priestley speech by, by Meryl Streep. I'm sitting on a couch that's like a linen, it somewhat looks like a slipcover. It's probably inspired by Restoration Hardware. I don't think it's a dupe, but I'm sure that the reason this couch was designed was because of Restoration Hardware. So we're all part of it. I guess it's just calling things a complete exact knockoff. Maybe that rubs me the wrong way. I don't know. What do you think? So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. 
And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.